What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're covering some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below but if you are new here please consider hitting that like that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too as it truly does help out our channel and I cannot express that enough. Firstly thank you for taking the time out of your day to be here incredible level support as i've been saying and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys and we're gonna start off with throwaway saying am i the arsehole for not wearing black to my ex-wife's funeral sounds bad but let me explain so my 55 male ex-wife 52 female died of leukemia just before christmas her family insisted that they take care of all the arrangements and that this be a family affair. My ex-wife and I hadn't been family for nearly two years before her death, so I planned on dropping three kids off to the funeral and coming afterwards to save them from random attendees, offering their condolences. My kids wanted to bring some flower arrangements and a memory board to the funeral. My fiance and I drove them to the place of the funeral and went inside to make sure they set it up correctly since they spent a lot of time on it. My fiance is nearly five months pregnant and had a doctor's appointment we were due at, so we were both dressed casually. She wore a pink outer coat and a white dress. Meanwhile, I wore a white shirt and slacks with a blue coat. When we got there, people were already trickling in to view the body. Some of the people were couple friends my ex-wife and I once had, or just mutual acquaintances of both of our families. I realized it was ridiculous to not talk to them, so I ended up going up to them with my fiance and striking up a conversation, and introducing my fiance if need be, because I had lost contact with many people over the past year. I felt my ex-mother-in-law glaring daggers at me, and some of my acquaintances seemed to look at me in disapproval. One of my acquaintances wives sarcastically muttered congratulations at my fiance and said, you seem very festive about it, I love your jacket, very pink. My fiancé and I left and went to the doctor's appointment and came back and caught them while some friends still remained to say, sorry for your loss. When my fiancé approached my ex-mother-in-law and said, my condolences, my mother-in-law spun around and said, how dare you both waltz in with such disrespect. She started crying and said, instead of letting them assume we'd celebrate a daughter's death, we had to go all out and show it. She said, we look like we're about to be in a Disneyland commercial. I was very insulted and demanded she apologize to my soon-to-be wife and told her she had to accept that we're going to be a family. Am I the arsehole? It's not like we made an official appearance for the funeral or considered ourselves a part of it. If we showed up to the doctor's dressed like we were going to the funeral, people would stare. So instead, you turn up to a funeral, dressed casually. Where's the logic in that one? Jesus. But wow, this one is a mess. And my concerns, as I was reading through this, it says you haven't been family for two years. So I'm assuming you were separated for two years and you obviously don't consider yourself part of their family or whatever. And it still doesn't, was you not invited to the funeral that you just dropped your kids off and went? Surely you had to be there to support your children. And then it gets to me, what I was thinking, 
if you've been separated for two years and this may be a bit of a region one but how long did your wife have leukemia did did you separate while she had it and then found a new wife and then you know got pregnant and then you brought her to this funeral it's so many memories you brought back to that funeral and that's without taking into you being so disrespectful and not dressing appropriately for the occasion and thinking you can just pop in like a social fucking occasion man i don't know i might be talking with my heart instead of my head in this situation so let's check out some of the comments to see what they say and timothy says and quotes my ex-wife and i hadn't been family for nearly two years before her death and says geez she's still the woman you once loved and were married to the mother of your children you make two years sound like it was 40 you're the arsehole and quotes again my fiance is nearly five months pregnant and had a doctor's appointment and there we go how old is the fiance much more fun than the woman your own age dying of cancer is she you're the asshole again for having a kid at 55 with someone you presumably haven't known for much more than a year Annalise says you're the asshole. you said you weren't going to the funeral then you basically went to part of the funeral because it'd be ridiculous to not talk to the people there proper attire at the funeral at least for your ex-families is black or at least not casual clothes. Why did you even go inside if you said you wouldn't? This is without mentioning the fact that you left your daughters alone at this very emotional and stressful event. You're their only parent now, and it was your responsibility to be there for them. And Mighty Fine Shindig says, you're the arsehole and quotes, I realized it was ridiculous to not talk to them. So I ended up going up to them with my fiance and striking up a conversation and introducing my fiance if need be, because I had lost contact with many people over the past year. And then says, no, what's ridiculous is showing up to your ex-wife's funeral in casual clothing and then treating it like a fucking social event. You made the choice to not dress appropriately for the funeral. That means you should not attend the funeral. It doesn't matter if you saw someone you wanted to talk to. How dense and selfish are you? And finally, Reckless Reader says, you're the arsehole. You don't introduce your new partner to people at your ex-wife's funeral that you weren't even invited to. If you had to drop the kids off, you should have dressed appropriately, gone in without your partner to offer your condolences to the family and make arrangements for someone to watch kids and pick up arrangements. Then when returning, same thing. You go alone into the collect your kids and leave. Rather than demand an apology, you should be the one apologizing. Now I turn this one to you guys. How would you deal with this situation? Do you think OP is the arsehole or not? Let us know in the comments below. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Would I be the asshole if I didn't fight for custody of my daughter? I have two sons from a previous marriage, 11 and 9. Their father passed away. Five years ago, I met a new guy and we were married within six months. Note, don't do this. We have a four-year-old daughter together. My soon-to-be ex was always shitty towards my sons. Nothing more than an emotional disconnect, but it still affected them. And I brushed it under the rug because I was basically trying to cope with grief in the worst way possible. Roughly three years ago, I finally got help and started sticking up for them. Things got ugly and we basically parented separate. Our daughter is a daddy's girl in every sense of the word. He worshipped the ground she walks on. She's also a complete brat. We officially separated a year ago and while she legally lives with me, she is never really here. I have no emotional connection to her really. I don't know if this is because of her father or not, but she's just evil. My parents think I shouldn't give up on her and she deserves a mother, saying I'm basically screwing her over by letting her dad do what he wishes. I basically told them I didn't really care and that it was their problem. As far as I'm concerned, I have two children and they're both boys. 
Would I be the arsehole if I just let her stay with her father? Oh God. This is a four year old child that you're calling a complete brat. Yes, children can be tough. They can be really hard. I've seen it with my own nieces and nephews when they were at that age, three, four, five. They can test you. They will test your boundaries. They know how to manipulate you in the worst possible ways if they really want to. But calling her a complete brat and just evil when it's down to you guys parenting her. Come on now, sort yourselves out. You're abandoning one of your children. Take a step back and look at the situation. Look how shit it sounds. You must read it and think, come on now, come on. <laughs> I don't understand the logic of some people. Even looking back at the second paragraph of this story, where it said my soon-to-be ex was always shitty towards my sons, nothing more than emotional disconnect, but it still affected them. This is what you're going to do to your daughter. Come on, look at it. Apart from it isn't going to be just emotional disconnection. This is going to be complete disconnection. Mother abandoning daughter. Simple as. God, I'm getting heated on this one. Wowzers. I hate it when there's children involved in stories. It's just so sad and it just something snaps in me <laughs> when yes they might be hard work but they're still the innocent party in this they've been raised under your care under your parenting if they need help in the unlikely event it is something deeper than you know four-year-old behavior then you should be helping them get that help too not just abandoning them but right i'm gonna move on because i could bitch all day on this one stairs motherfuckerly says you're the arsehole and quotes five years ago i met a new guy and were married within six months note don't do this and says you're rebound and quotes again saying we have a four-year-old daughter together and then says now it's we and together and quotes once again saying as always shitty towards my sons nothing more than an emotional disconnect but still affected them and then says you let them be treated that way and then quotes, she's also a complete brat. And then says, you don't parent her at all. And quotes, I have no emotional connection to her really. I don't know if this is because of her father or not, but she's just evil. And then says, that's on you. You're letting her turn into your husband, whom you hate. You literally call your daughter evil. And Teaspoon Moon says, your daughter, who is four, is a brat. And that has you half convinced to give up on her. She is a toddler. Of course she can be bratty. And of course she loves her dad. It sounds like he actually pays attention to her. You're the arsehole if you don't make an effort here. Family therapy is a must. And Mykonos says, you're the arsehole. She's still your daughter. Four is not that old. Still time to change. Try to separate your feelings about your almost ex from her. And please get some therapy or mental health help. And Miley30 says, You're not the arsehole for letting your daughter live with the one parent who appears to care about her. But you're an awful human for your attitude about your daughter. Deciding a four-year-old is evil or a brat when so much of their behavior is based around what their parents teach them and their environment the parents created shows an amazing lack of self-reflection. You created a problem and now you want to dump it off. The issue is that your daughter is a human being and you're abandoning her with her hurt and make her worse. If you really can't understand your role in creating and fixing this, then yes, let her go. But you should know you bear so much of the blame here. But what do you think of the situation and how would you deal with it? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, this next story was cross-posted onto the Daddy Cringe subreddit from NVHar. And it's called, Am I the arsehole for forcing my daughter to sleep in the bed she bled in? My daughter is 12 and has sensory disorder. She started her period a few months ago and it's been rough. 
were currently in temporary accommodation because our house was found to have mold and it was badly affecting my son's 14 health. My son was six months old when I met my husband and they've never gotten along particularly well. Anyway, the kids are on temp beds in the smaller room and my daughter started her period. At night, she refuses to wear pads because they irritate her and she usually has pull-ups. Now, we don't currently have any pull-ups and I told her as such, she has to wear a pad. No other options until I could get to the store. She didn't like this and went to bed without one and as such bled all over the bed. I was kind of annoyed because we have no spare sheets and as such I informed her that she would have to sleep in her messed bed. She spent the day complaining and actually wound up asking her brother if they could swap. He brushed it off a few more times before I told her no, at which point my husband said he should sleep in her bed because it's just a little blood and it won't bother him as much as it will her. My son was a little upset but said he wouldn't mind, but I still refused. It's a matter of sanitation. It delved into a huge fight. My husband eventually gave in. I stated if he cared so much, my son could have his bed and he could sleep on the dirty mattress with our daughter. Nighttime was a nightmare. Daughter had a tantrum. I took my son's mattress out and he slept with us. My husband is accusing me of being ableist. I explained that our daughter can't have everything. Her actions have consequences. It's putting a serious strain on us as a family. Am I the arsehole? Quick edit as I realize I'm lacking info. She told me she started her period about three in the morning, so running to the store at the exact time was not possible, and she wasn't due for at least a week, by which point we would be home, so I only brought my pads along. Also adding that we scrubbed the mattress, it really just stained, but I still don't want my son sleeping in it. But before I talk too much rubbish, let's go to the comments with Oberdichter saying, you're the asshole, as is your husband. You and your husband knew your daughter has this sensory issue. It's not new. It's you and your husband's responsibility to take care of your kids. And you and your husband should have ensured you had the proper products on hand to assist your daughter. You and your husband failed to properly accommodate her. There is also just so much going on here and it really feels like you're leaving things out. Why does your son dislike a man who's been in his life for as long as he can remember, for example? And Distinct Practice 131 says, wait, your husband met your son at six months. They've never gotten along. He decided sleeping in the mattress with blood was too cruel for his bio daughter, but not his stepson. Also saying they haven't gotten along makes no sense. Your son is and was a child and your husband is a grown man. Honestly, all I can focus on is your asshole of a husband. I imagine a lot of issues in the family dynamic come from him, including what just happened. All that being said, I don't think you were the asshole, but also why didn't you just flip a mattress? And BNB1982 says, you're the asshole. You start the post stating your daughter has sensory issues and end up disregarding them. Seriously, this was the best way you could handle the situation. You couldn't run to the store to get supplies she needed or replacement sheets. You wouldn't treat a dog like this. Shame on you. And I'm going to turn this one straight to you guys now to see what you think about this story. Let us know in the comments below. And our next story is from Nopex110. Am I the arsehole for banning my roommate's girlfriend after she kept insisting I was hitting on her? I, 24 female, am a lesbian living with my good friend, 25 male. I own the apartment, I'm renting out the extra room to him. A little over a month ago, he met a girl online and they started dating. She is now at our place constantly. I'll be honest, I've never really liked her. She was incredibly standoffish and rude to me from the beginning. I eventually learned it was because she thought I had a thing for my roommate. Even after he told her I was gay, apparently her only argument was, 
she doesn't look gay. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we were all drinking and hanging out at our place with a few close friends. I tried to mend fences by pulling the girlfriend aside and telling her that I am really gay. I have no interest in stealing her boyfriend and I hope we can be friends. She seemed to take this very well and was overly friendly with me the whole rest of the night. I thought she was just trying to make up for being so cruel at first. The next day, my roommate asked if we could talk. He said his girlfriend feels uncomfortable around me after I drunkenly hit on her. What? (laughs) I was not even remotely close to being drunk. Also, I am negatively attracted to her, like way less than zero. I find her insanely annoying. I tried to explain that I was just trying to be nice, as I knew she didn't particularly like me. I wanted to be civil if she was going to be around often. My roommate seemed skeptical, but he ultimately took my word for it and chalked it up to miscommunication. Fast forward a week or so, the friend group is hanging out at our place again. The girlfriend comes over, of course, I'm cordial to her, but I try to keep my distance so another miscommunication doesn't happen. Towards the end of the night, one of our friends comes up to me like, dude, what is going on? Girlfriend keeps telling everyone you've been checking her out and hitting on her all night. Again, I was stunned. At this point, incredibly pissed off. I went right up to the girlfriend in front of everyone and said, what the hell's going on? Why are you spewing lies about me hitting on you to all my friends? She just stared at me, unable to respond. I continued, just because I'm gay does not mean I'm into you. Trust me, I'm not the least bit interested in you. She started sobbing that I was attacking her for no reason, calling her out, making her super uncomfortable again, etc. I told her to get the hell out and that she was no longer welcome here for making me feel uncomfortable in my own apartment. Her and my roommate left. Needless to say, my roommate is super pissed at me. He hasn't been back at our place since, but I've gotten some angry texts. I'm standing my ground that she is not welcome here anymore, but he is free to stay or move out as he pleases. Most of our friends are on my side. I guess I could have been easier on her, but I'm just over it. Edits, wow, I woke up to tons of notifications. Thanks everyone and thanks for the awards. And edit two, I guess I should have added that where I live, the mask slash stay at home mandates have been lifted for a while. That being said, my friends and I still chose to wear masks and be extremely careful. We do not go out to bars even though they are fully open. I occasionally have a few close friends over whom I trust to also be careful. No parties, I don't get how anyone landed on that. Hope this clears things up. When she came back in the first part, like after you explained to her, then she started being overly friendly to you. I thought she was going to start hitting on you. I thought it was going to go the other way around. I was like, what? But absolutely not the arsehole at all. Just because you're gay does not mean you're going to instantly be attracted to this person. So absolutely call them out. You know, you was really friendly about it at first. You took it to one side and tried to explain the situation, you know, just to be amicable and friendly and stuff. And, you know, she was an absolute hat. So I think you did absolutely the right thing in this situation, calling that person out. But shoddy witness says not the asshole. Girlfriend is way out of line and needs to be put in her place. It honestly sounds like she's on the verge of trying to pull some gay panic bullshit. Has roommate had previous girlfriends while you've been living together? If so, I'd point him to your past experiences and remind him that at no point ever have you ever crossed the line. I don't even think that person needs to go down that route to keep explaining this over and over again. But Cables for Day says, not the arsehole. You're gay, so attack the curve. I'm uncomfortable because she's hitting on my man doesn't work. So she had to change angle. She's massively insecure. She needs to get help. Not your problem though. 
And Freakish Nightmare says, not the arsehole, she sounds vaguely or very homophobic. And she really should not enter your apartment at all if she's going to create drama for everyone there. Especially if you are the apartment owner. I feel like as soon as people hear that someone close to them slash near them is gay, they automatically think, oh my lord. <laughs> they got the hots for me because we both have vaginas and boobies. <laughs> That's not how it works and it's pretty cringy to think that way. Your roommate is also the arsehole. You do not bite the hand that feeds you and put a roof over your head, even if you're paying for it. And Bing Bang Bong 123 says, not the arsehole, it's a situation way too many LGBT people face. Just because I'm gay and you are the same gender does not mean I like you. It's your apartment and if she's going to want to start drama, you're right to kick her out. And Jigs Walrus says, I've retyped my comment like five times because all I can muster up is a great big lol. (laughs) Not the arsehole. Hilarious story, but sorry it's happening to you. This is a sitcom moment. Now, I turn this one to you guys. What would you do in this situation? Especially if you was the owner of the apartment, would you kick them all out? (laughs) Let us know what you would do in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories and just thank you for everything you do for this channel. It means the absolute world to me. And I will see you, if you enjoyed the content, of course, in the next one. Much love, guys.